previously on Creek Chat. It's Dawson's fucking Creek, dude. Dawson and Joey and fucking Jen and Pacey and now Andy and Fabulous Jack. Miss fucking Windjammer. <laughs> Miss Miss. <laughs> a tomboy. Joey. And a real boy. Peter Pan. Uh, either way, we're gonna see some naked ass, and it's gonna, be <laughs> and it's gonna be implied. <laughs> Cliff is like her like storyboard lover, and these are like her backwoods bangers. Still don't got Bodie. Can I phone you sometime? Love you. Love you lots. Not LOL, laugh out loud, but LOL, love you lots. LOL. Mr. Green, Principal Green told me, you know, he's all like, can't stop a star from shining, you know? How many times in their life is there a situation where you could be like, yo, there's that ghost dick. Fish, film, family. Like, he walks out of her bedroom at their house to get like some milk creamy milk and so she's not only the pinnacle pritzer pinnacle pritzer award winner she's also the salutatorian joe anson her cell phone cell phone cell phone cell phone there are two culprits here gary ridgeway and a scoop of fucking (laughs) ice cream i mean once you go bro i don't know give it get it got it You've got it. Yeah. Uh, more probably than likely. Wait, what? Because if you don't say, you can't stand. What up? 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Carol from The Walking Dead is on Dawson's Creek. And he's going to come back. And he's going to come back. Okay. It's brief, but we'll see her. Boop, 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 Dougie and Pacey also going on a road trip in the opposite direction. They've hinted either through jokes or not that his brother is gay and his brother has definitely denied it and they've definitely made it a big deal. Yeah, and then his brother's like, just because I'm pretty doesn't mean I'm gay. He pulls his gun out on Pacey and he's like, tell her I'm not gay. Gay. Oh, I'm sure it's gonna come out that Doug is gay. <laughs> oh, you think Doug so? is gay. I kind of think Dougie probably is gay. Him and Jack. Him and Jack. Doug. Sign me up. Yeah, maybe he'll come out at the wedding. I don't know. Yeah. Steven Spielberg is gonna call him up and be like, "Good job, Dawson. Good job." Wah 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 wah. Joey and Dawson. What happens there? Yeah, and I know it's going to happen by the end of the series. They're going to end the series with a marriage of Dawson and Joey. That's my prediction on episode one of Creature. And as I now will be laying out, Pacey, the best man. My guess is that this Anderson is just a throwaway character. Oh, I'm going to guess he comes back and he's the best man at Dawson and Joey's. What? Do you think we'll ever see Frank Potter again on the show? Yeah, I think we'll see him at the wedding. Do you think we see Aunt Gwen come back? You said she's the one possibility. Yeah, maybe in the maybe in the series finale, she'll be at the wedding. Yeah, I really hope that like the flip flop of my series ending prediction it happens, and it's Joey marrying Pacey with Dawson being the best man. But we already know that this show's not capable of making 
my dreams come true. I know there's going to be a wedding. Oh, I know sure. it. Like, I can just feel it in my bones. Series finale, it's rap. Fucking wedding tied up in a bow. This marriage to end the series isn't happening. Dawson and Jen gotta get married at the, the house. There's going to be a wedding, that's all I know. Because what if we got a series finale to a wedding? I'm gonna tell you one thing. I will be pretty disappointed if I do not fucking hear wedding bells. Is the wedding back on? Wedding bells are ringing. Ah, 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 ah. Summertime swinging. Ah, 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 ah. Ring a ding dingin'. You know, cue the wedding bells, baby. Once the wedding bells get cued, though, game over. That'll be the new best season. Is the Joey Dawson wedding back? Wedding bells. Cue them. Wedding still. Ah! As long as there's a wedding, I will be mostly satisfied. Either way, this series has to end. I finally get to see if my wedding is gonna fucking come true. I'm so fucking excited about this. I don't know, like, I've invested pretty hard in the, the wedding angle. I mean, I just really want some wedding bells. Hollywood wedding! <laughs> Always think that in the back of your mind a Hollywood wedding could happen. I'm going into it completely optimistic that you can cue the wedding bells. Unless someone dies, there's gotta be a funeral or a wedding. I want one of the two. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, what if the finale, funeral, wedding? Maybe it's like a bunch of weddings. Four weddings and a funeral. Ooh, who's dying? Hope it's not Gail. If it's Gail or Graham, I'm gonna be pissed. I'd be more happy if it was Jen. Like, I don't want Jen to die, but I'd be more happy if it was Jen than Graham's or Gail. Maybe I when she kills herself, you'll be fucking happy. Um, maybe I will. Sick Actually, I probably would be. Let's throw a party. Sick fuck. Jen's death day party. She's not doing good, Jack. She's not doing good. This is bullshit, and I want... I don't want to wait. Yeah, and then I think they cut to... Do, 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 do. You don't have to wait, because every Monday we are back with a new episode of the show Crew Chat. Here's a hug. Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents, for the final time, Creek Chat. I am your host, J.T. Mummy. And with me, my guest. The best guest in the Midwest. It is me, your boy, Chucky B. And it's interesting that today, May 10th, we are closing the chapter on Dawson's Creek like a year and a week after we started this not too long after everything everywhere was fully shut down and not too long before everything's just about to open back up it was like greek chat just kind of ascended from the heavens and was given to us as a precious little gift to help us survive being stuck at home yeah it's your pandemic present amen baby six seasons of Greek chat for that ass. And with that in mind, I'd like to say for the first time in a while, LOL. Lots of love. It's been a while since we've let everyone know how much we love everyone out there. And if you've stuck along with us from the beginning of this journey, this pandemic present is Chuggy B. 
so beautifully put it. If you've just maintained the roller coaster ride that is Dawson's Creek, we've got nothing but love for you. We always have and we always will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you guys know, and you know, you can say it with me. You got to give it, you got to get it, and then you got it. Good. Dude, it's so fucking good. All right. So, for the first time in a while, before we really rip into this bitch, I got some finale, or some finale, some trivia for the finale. I got something that's going to get sprinkled in throughout the episode, but I got a few outright here up at the top that I'm just going to get out there. And I'm going to say, as it always is, full of spoilers. Full of spoilers. Here at Creek Chat, it is nothing but spoilers all day long. All the time. Don't worry about it. We usually don't warn you here, and I'm not really warning you. Just there's big shit I'm about to talk about. One I've already mentioned, but I want to drive it home again. The only character to appear in all 128 episodes of this show is Joey. Your um, girl, Joey. And you made an interesting point that I don't know if I'd ever thought about it that way before. Like, because I'd always looked at it as a possessive of this is Dawson's Creek. It's about Dawson. But no, 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 no. Joey's the one who called it Dawson's Creek because she took it to get to Dawson's. I like. So, yes, it's always been about Joey from the start. Yeah, and I should have fucking known. It's just something that known. we didn't catch until later. Uh, may, uh, maybe I should have known that from day one, maybe since I've seen this before. And I've had the complaint of like, I just, I never switched the perspective of who was calling it Dawson's Creek before. I just always assumed it was Dawson calling it that for some reason. So did I. And that was kind of where I was also like, man, he's just a bitch. All right, so here's a big one. Here's a big spoiler. Jen dies, right? Woo woo. We got a death day party up in this bitch. I got the first things on my wish list. Yeah. We got a funeral. We got a death. We finished the series with a fucking death of a main character. Well, a used-to-be main character. She's kind of a side bitch now. Mm, We'll talk more about her importance to the entirety of Dawson's Creek. And while they may have written her as a side character for seasons, which is a goddamn shame on them, she's still an integral part of the main story that needs to be told. Oh, I would agree with that. But but she didn't want to die here. No, she objected to it. She, no, no, no. Michelle Williams herself, not Jen Lindley. Oh, oh, I was just saying, like, she's like, she's like, it's not looking good, but, you know, I, I want more time. I got this little baby girl, Jack. What am I no, going like, to do? No, like, so, so she asked, she asked Kevin Williamson, she's like, but what if we do, like, a reunion show or a movie or something like that? Like, why would you kill me off? And he's like, well, then you'll just be a ghost. We'll just have you step on off the ghost boat and you can fucking come on into the reunion show. And I was like, perfect. Then you can do a combination scary story Dawson's Creek episode and, you can bring and back a reunion Abby. show. You can bring back Mitch. You can bring back all the ghosts. Dead oh, could Tim. You imagine, could you imagine a Dawson's Creek reunion show where they have a seance? They bring back in the, the woman who did the fortune telling in season two. And she holds a seance with all the living people. And then all the dead people show up in the room and they got a big old fucking living person dead person party and then yeah. all the drama unfolds i'm down for that shit all right well we'll write it and we'll send it to dawson's Michelle creek Williams. two <laughs> creek days creek days three <laughs> colon creek days three <laughs> now here's a piece of interesting trivia for you <laughs> as the show ends pacey and joey end up together from yeah, what yeah. we see. 
Joey was originally going to pick Dawson. But after he wrote it, because Kevin Williamson came back to write this shit, to close it out. He'd been gone for a while. He's like, whatever y'all were doing here, I'm going to fucking, like, scrap a lot of it. Like, a person like Audrey, we're just going to say she's in Europe touring with John Mayer. I'm not even going to bother to write her into this fucking show. Oh, so that was just all him being like, nah, yeah, this broad is gone. It makes sense to me, though, because for him, it's wrapping up the character, the, the, the main form. Yeah. And and Jack at this point, who even while he was around, was introduced as a character because he was still around for season two. So like Jack was still a big thing to him. And as we see, they even managed to bring Andy in, but not Audrey. Correct. You know. But anyway, after Kevin but Williamson, you know what? Like, I needed it, to see Andy because I've been calling no, that shot for fucking seasons. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Like it was really good to see her show back up and look. Like, she was Amazing. 10 years older than Pacey, which she probably actually was, but she didn't look that much older than him before. Yeah, it was weird. But anyway... She looked good. Kevin Williamson decided, nah, fuck it. It makes more sense for Pacey and Joey. Uh, so, in real life, Joey is based on Kevin Williamson's best friend, get this, Fanny. And Pacey... Fanny? <laughs> and Pacey is based on his real-life best Pete? friend... Pacey. (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping it was going to be Stinky Pete. No, he realized, like, Pacey's unique enough I can get away with it, but I cannot be putting someone named Fanny on American teen television. That's not going to fly, and it means something else in the UK, too. So, there was so much of it that was modeled on his real life that his family was upset with him. Like, this is in the early shit. Yeah, they were like, bro, too much of that is, like, what actually happened. You need to knock this off. And I was like, that's an interesting thing to hear. Whether it's true or not, who knows? That's funny. But that's, that's what he said. Let's get into the predictions. And you had some predictions for us. And I'd imagine you did pretty well on many of them. I would imagine. I want to lead with this one because it's the biggest prediction I've had all fucking TV show of Dawson's Creek and Creek Chat. I feel like this is the first time where I could actually doubt that there is a wedding in the finale. In this two-part finale. Because of the time jump, it allows for so much things to happen to where, like, people could already be married. If we're coming back for a wedding, if that is the case, it could literally be anybody. Ideally, what I would prefer is Dawson and Joey getting married at the bed and breakfast with Gail and Frank Potter being there, like, prominent. Because they're the surviving parents of, you know, the mom of Dawson, the father of Joey. It works too fucking well. I'm just saying the symmetry of it works too fucking well for me. (laughs) I do like that point. Didn't happen, but I do like that point. Grams is alive and cancer free. Yes. And she survives the finale. She does. Home run. She's not cancer free, but she is alive and she does survive it. She does say for not very long, though. She whispers tenderly to her dead grandchild's body, I'll see you soon, child. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon, Jen. I'm surprised she didn't just get in bed with her and fucking die right there. Jen, like, wakes up for a minute. She's like, I know. I know. And then she dies again. Dawson's movie was a success. He's still working the biz. I don't know how much further, really, he'd be along, because like, I feel like movies take longer to make than this show is showing us. Yes, yes, definitely in the biz. I don't know necessarily how good 
his movie was, but it was successful enough to spawn it into a TV show. That's what they said in the in the episode somewhere. Like the movie drew enough attention that it got him a show that he's an executive producer on. Yeah. So he's doing good enough. You know, who knows what else he's working on? But uh, Pacey is a chef, and he is either dating or married to Christy Livingstone. He's going to end up getting his childhood dream woman. Is a chef is not married. Not married, but he ends up with the person who he does eventually consider like his... Oh, that's his dream woman. His dream woman. Oh, that's, which that's is the Joey. only one. So, the only one for him. I mean, like, I messed up the name, but it's all good. Sure. Home but they're all coming back to Cape Side if they left. <laughs> they just sneak the home run in there. Joey for sure is coming back. She does not live in Cape Side. Dawson does not live in Cape Side. I believe the Cape Side linchpin is probably Pacey. He wanted to get out for different reasons, and at this point, he's like kind of like how Dougie is, where uh, you know he's always around at the family functions. I'm pretty sure I got a home run on that one. You did. You did. Oh my god, you have so many fucking so many mo- so many home runs. Dougie has come out as a uh, full yeah gay. home run home run. He's with J- he's a double with Jack. home run. Doug is the sheriff. Triple home run. (laughs) I don't think that's how that works. Maybe dad's dead. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. The sheriff is deceased at this point. Had another heart attack or something. So you've already got Mr. Winner. I was trying to also shoehorn more deaths in just in case. Gotta have many deaths. I get it. Todd and Audrey together. Hollywood wedding. They show us clips. Well, we don't get a Hollywood wedding. But we don't necessarily we know if not, Todd is with. We can assume it's not Todd because Joey says she's with someone she calls the anti pacey He could be kind of the anti And I'm not saying. T- <laughs> no, no, Todd is not the anti pacey You know, I'm not saying they're parallel people, but they, they are, are way closer. closer really. They are apart. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm going to say Todd is not. Todd is doing yeah, what Todd's, Todd's been doing. Being Todd somewhere. For Joey, being with Dawson took her from Cape Side. And then being able to be like, uh, like I don't know, like she worked well with Dawson, I felt like. But she would want to do more than that. And so, like, she became, like, kind of like a producer or whatever. They never really told us what her dreams were outside of getting outside of, getting away from Cape Side. And then she realized there at the end it wasn't about escaping Cape Side. It was just, like, about growing up and not wanting to grow up. I said like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I make sure to get all those. It's fun. I like I like reading them. So she gets out of Cape Side, not with Dawson, not as a producer. She is an editor yeah. though, which is an int- probably the right call for someone who is an English major. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But am I wrong though? Did she ever really express what her dreams were outside of just fleeing Cape Side? No, no the, she really didn't. The, the goal was just to get out and to go to Worthington. But what she was going to do from there, I think she just. We watched her figure that out. That was the whole point of five and six. To yeah. see her step into that English major role and then eventually become an editor. Like, whatever. I didn't fucking care. I think you end up, hold on. So this next prediction starts out way off. But I think you end up getting there eventually. Jen, keep it on, keep it on. Not at all. Not, nope. not, not what happened. And to be honest, I really don't have anything for Jen because like, she became kind of a side character. I felt like they wrapped up her story pretty well. And so I feel like she's 
still going to be best friends with Jack, and so she'll be kind of like hanging out in Capeside sometimes. She'll probably still be with Supernatural. Yeah, I'm going to say, fuck it. She is. Why not? Grams is married to Uncle Bill. He's still alive, calling her an old broad. Well, I missed on all those. Jack pretty much just says Andy's living the high life in Italy. Not, not true. true. She, she's she's a doctor. literally She's literally doing her residency in Boston. She has been in that area for who knows how long, but long enough to be doing her residency there. It's not like she's been far away from any of them for a no, while. No, but now. she's been doing like doctor stuff. So like I'm sure that sure, takes a lot sure. of studying and your time. They'll figure it out. She's a crazy person. She knows how to balance it. She'll get back in the mix. Especially once Doug and Jack get married. Oh, yeah. Although I think that's a little ways off in the future. Well, yeah, I mean, Doug's got to actually speaking. come out as gay. I mean, they hinted him doing that at the end of this episode. I guess like, that's true. They don't show him full on doing it, but he's ready to embrace that now. It's going to be kind of well, hard. Well, yeah, how do you not do that and... when you have like a daughter with someone that's a man? All right, so we're... We're 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 in the closing stretch here. We're in the closing stretch. It's a good question. We'll get to you later. Gail is afraid of Lily at this point because Lily's learned too much about Mitch and doesn't leave the backyard. So Mitch put that ladder in the window originally. The ladder comes back out of retirement in this episode to go up into the window. Does Mitch's spirit possess that ladder? Is Mitch's spirit a conduit that will eventually lead to his daughter having premarital sex with a potter? With Alexander. Bodie, what's his last What's Alexander's last name? Is he a potter? Or what's Bodie's last name? If they're not married, maybe... Alexander Potter? Maybe it's Alexander Potter. I don't like the sound of that at all, though. Alex Potter? Al Potter? <laughs> Hi, my name's Al Potter. Hey, That's what I hear when I hear Al that. Potter. Hi, my name's Al Potter. I just rode down the creek. I was coming to see Lily, but I see she's on her leash. <laughs> she's talking to Mitch again. Why would you say that? Because she's over there just wildly talking to nobody. Well, I'm going to row back home now. See you later. Gail's Don't like, me, Al. Uh... Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say maybe it makes the most sense for all of our main characters that Jen would die. Oh, there's nothing for her. They wrapped up her storyline very well with tying the bow on the way she came in, the way she left. Maybe instead of explaining her not being there for the finale, it's like, oh, she died, man. Jack could handle it. He moved back to Capeside. That's when he falls in love with Dougie. If it's not Jen, I just can't see anybody else dying. If there is a funeral, Jen is definitely there. Or it's a funeral for the haircut, and it's at a barber shop. <laughs> she did have a much better haircut in this finale. I mean, her hair looked great in this. It, it, it looked fantastic. And you had one, we had one last She funeral. looked great. She did not one look sick at all. Thing. No, not at all. She just talked. She just talked very quietly like this. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna host. I'm gonna host the rest. Of, her doing a sick voice is sexy to you. That's that's fucked well, up. Well, it wasn't a good sick voice. I don't think it was. A, all right, what you need to do is watch her. Um, fuck, what's the name of the movie? Uh, a walk with Marilyn or something like that. She plays Marilyn Monroe, so she like talks like Marilyn Monroe in that breathy kind of. I think if, if 
her voice in this did it for you, that'll really work for you. <laughs> that'll really work. <laughs> All right, so let's close this out. out. Get back to you. Let's close this out here. I'll also accept a funeral in the last episode if it's Eddie's funeral and nobody goes. <laughs> if it's literally just a cameo of Eddie's funeral with a guy talking and he mentions Eddie's name and there's nobody there, not even his parents, <laughs> I'll be happy. So you really came around to hating Eddie big time. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Fuck Eddie. Let's get these breakdowns out of the way. Then we'll move into the episode, which we've already touched on a lot of through through the beginning of this episode. Well, I mean, it's hard so, not to. Ex- exactly. So not a big deal. But here's these breakdowns. So we'll, we'll move along. Two parts here. All good things and must come to an end. It's five years later, and Dawson, Joey, Pacey, Jen, and Jack are reunited in Capeside for Gail's wedding. But the celebratory mood comes to an end when they receive some heartbreaking news. Literally heartbreaking news. <laughs> right on the dance floor. Of all right on the dance floor of all fucking places too. United and it feels so good. Not feeling so good. I'm sure guys. Jen is <laughs> Alright. The last part. As the gang faces a future more uncertain than ever before. Joey struggles to come to terms with her true feelings for Dawson, Pacey, and Eddie, too. When she finally does, she surprises everyone with her decision. I don't think she fucking surprises a goddamn person. No, yeah. There's no surprise. Who does she surprise with that? So, when she's sitting at the table talking to Bessie and Graham and Jen, like, I don't know, I think it's still in the first episode, like, oh, Eddie, too. He just, he's the one, but he's pissing me off. They're like, girl, he's not the one. You know who the one is. She's like, I don't know who the one is at all. They're all like, bitch, we all know who the one is. What are you doing around here? But I feel like everybody else is saying Dawson. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think anyone was really committed to either side of it. But I feel like Pacey was what we were supposed to be picking up on, especially by episode two. It makes sense to me, but I always feel like they were pushing Dot, like the show was pushing Dawson and Joey just because of the soulmate angle. But that's why they could get away from them. They reconciled it by saying they don't need to be together romantically because they're together as soulmates. The exact same thing I've been saying. For like three seasons of this show and you've been fighting me on it the whole time. I'm like, bro, I've just been giving you the answer. And you did not want to swallow that bitter pill. That's why I just kept doing it. Because I was like, it doesn't matter if I spoil it because he doesn't believe me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they handled it well. I think it's good. I I always thought that Pacey and Joey were a better, better couple anyway. Like, I feel the fact that they were able to leave Cape Side for three months on a boat and come back alone should be like, all right, this is the couple. When they were like 16 or 17? Like, I'm telling you right now, that, and, and I'm sure it was meant like this, the title Dawson's Creek is deceiving because you think the show on its face is about Dawson. I don't know if it's... I think it eventually became deceiving. I don't know if it was supposed to be in the beginning. I think it just became like she was a more interesting character for them to work with than Dawson was. So they made her more the focus than he was. I don't know if maybe Kevin Williamson would have stuck around, the guy who named the show and came up with it. Like If he'd have stuck around and seen it through, if it would have gone the same way. 
or if it would have been a bigger focus and it would have been more about Dawson. I don't know if that would have been a better show. I mean, I think they did the best with what they had. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll get to how I feel on the series as a whole in my final thoughts. So let's jump into this bitch, and we open up on The Creek, which is Dawson's TV and show. And so when we get to Joe's watching it in her, like, condo or apartment or something with Eddie, or... New York City, baby. I was like, oh, this is just Eddie as a different actor, because they're not going to give us his name. I don't think they gave us his name for, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it was, it was like, I want to say halfway through the first episode so maybe like 30 minutes in it was a while until they called him uh what was his name christopher christopher i was gonna call him christian we'll call him eddie too well and that's the thing that's how memorable he was but he's not supposed to be sitting there bickering about watching this fucking teen soap because apparently he doesn't know her connections to it or her connection to dawson leary or whatever which is crazy to me considering that this guy is ready to propose to her and spend his life with her and he doesn't even know this show is based on her life they do make it sound like dawson and joey haven't talked in a few years so there might not really be a reason for him to know anything about non-new york city joey yeah but at the same time you don't think that she would have mentioned her best friend growing up maybe not that just seems kind of unlikely to me i don't know everything based on what we saw about her character but at the same time i guess people change and shit like that too so it's easy to expect that but it just seems unlikely that she wouldn't mention any of her friends growing up well she obviously didn't or he doesn't register it Care? or is it inattentive like, <laughs> like he just doesn't think about but, it but that seems just as unlikely that he wouldn't piece those two things together and then not sit here and badger her about why she watches it when he would know perfectly well why she's watching it like yeah. so there's no way that she told him in my mind who knows though because obviously he doesn't know well dude like even nameless characters basically i mean he's got a name but he's basically a nameless character right and he's getting like, even he's falling in love with Joey to where he's all like, Dude, I need to propose. They've been together for a while, I think they say in this. So it's not like a new relationship. They've been together. She's his editor. So they've got yeah. like a professional relationship too. Like they make it seem like it is serious enough that he would be at the point of proposing. They're in their mid to late 20s now as well. You know what I mean? Like this is about the time that that shit kind of starts popping off in a lot of people's lives. They both yeah. seem to be pretty solid professionally. Like it makes sense. That's the strategy. And as we all know, everyone falls in love with Joey Potter. So it was bound to happen Everybody. eventually. It was bound to happen eventually. But they're still sitting on the couch just chilling when, and we were watching this on the DVD special edition. It cuts to, for the first time in many, many seasons, Paula Cole's I Don't Wanna Wait. So even on Netflix, there was the original theme. Nice, nice. And so I thought that that was something that I should point out. So Dawson's running around busy in his office, and we get confirmation there is a wedding because his assistant's got to go pick up a suit. So it's like, oh shit, who's getting fucking married? Is she getting his suit? Is he getting married? Like, what's going on? We don't know. We leave, we leave him, and we're just kind of left up in the air. Then we got Doug getting or Oh, so I thought that I should point this out because I did not notice it the first time or when we were watching it. Dawson, where where it says the creek in like that office, almost like an entrance to an office or something. I got you. Underneath the creek, it said like a Leary production 
like like Leary Production Incorporated or something like that, like INC. Like he's got his own production company. You all, people always do. It's probably an LLC. Maybe I'm just I guess saying, maybe. Dude. But you, you always do it for tax purposes. Like if you're a producer, I'm just saying, of something, like you have a company. I was like, I thought that was interesting. Doing his thing, and he's still breaking hearts because. Like his secretary is all like, "Hey man, Christian, Kristen, or Christian, or whatever the girl's name, or maybe it's Tammy. I don't know. I didn't catch the name really, but like she's all like, she wants to set up another dinner with you. Like, like what's up? And he's all like, "All right, let her down, easy, or or hold it off again. You know, like I got to handle this shit." And, he, and then he turns around. And he's like, "It's like I'm really a nice guy. I'm just really busy." Well, he brings that up later when he's talking to Joey, too. Like, I've just been too busy to even pay attention to my own fucking life. Like, I forgot Jenna had a baby. I forgot someone I'm good friends with or was good friends with had a baby, like, a year yeah. ago. Well, like, it almost makes me think, like, did Jen tell him that she was dying? And he's yes. all like, oh, that's fun. She's like, yeah. And he that, just forgot? She's like, yeah, I know that woman. That motherfucker will forget he's too busy, but I gotta get it off my chest. Hey, Dawson, I'm dying. Oh, that's cool. So, let's cut over to Cape Side. Where we see Jack speeding along in a convertible, getting pulled over by Sheriff Doug Witter. Dougie Fresh. And there's New this, sheriff in town. There's this whole pleading back and forth. I got too many points in my record. Officers, anything I can do? You know, any is there any is there anything I can do, Sheriff Doug? And Doug's like, you know, you shouldn't bribe an officer of the law with anything, yeah. but since. We've been blowing each other lately. I'll just give you a little kiss right now. And I'm like, okay, all right. They're going to bust it out. Like, Jack, we find out Doug isn't out. He's afraid of getting caught. But he'll just go ahead and kiss Jack on the side of the road when he pulls him over. Yeah, I know. That's That was, I thought, a little weird. Like, a little contradictory of itself. I mean, I guess it was a quick way of letting us know. And maybe, you know, deserted road, whatever the fuck. I think it's the same road Mitch died on, if I'm not lying to you. That's the Mitch death road. I think it's the same curve and everything. Could be. Well, I mean, Jack wasn't reaching for ice cream, so he was safe. No, he was just speeding. That was it. Yeah. So then we cut over to Pacey running this restaurant in Cape Side, but he's also having an affair with this married woman. Yep. Banging other dudes' wives. Because Pacey just can't get enough of being a bad boy and they're being they're being obvious about it from the start here we see them like just slink in to the office Dude, this is did, the third did it time. look like to you that that like little busboy kid definitely knew he was going back there to fuck that woman let's put it this way so that kid was definitely supposed to be a proxy for like pacey if that were pacey what would pacey be thinking they were going in there to bomb yeah. so that kid's definitely thinking that he he knows it. If this is the third time she's come to review those venues, this dude, this little kid has figured it out by now. <sighs> no doubt about it. So then we see Joey, like, in her office or whatever. Dude, even Pacey points it out to her. He's all like, yeah, uh, I'm kind of prominent figure in town now, so uh, people are going to notice that I'm fucking you. And, and she's, she's all like, concerned. as long as it's not my husband. Yeah, she's not concerned about anything, apparently. She's like, let's She doesn't do give it. a fuck. And Pacey's... Just likes to ride that rail. He likes to see where things will go. So we get Joey back in New York in her office. And here's where a piece of trivia comes in. We get the return of Carol from The Walking Dead. Melissa McBride. That was not. Wasn't it? Not in. Oh, that wasn't this. on the Hulu or the Netflix. Yeah. Then my guess is you probably didn't get Andy either. And you know what? If I did see it, it I mean, it's possible it was there because. This is the second time I was watching it, so I fucking kind of got up around and 
was like eaten and shit like that. So it's it's possible that I missed it, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. Cause like well, I went from Pacey's got his own restaurant and banging some dude's wife to immediately Jen's got a daughter. Well, she makes her second appearance, and I don't know if they give her a name or not, but I'm just going to pretend like it's the same Nina character from the road trip in season one with our boy Billy. Oh, yeah. That'd be so great. It'd be a great little callback, too. I doubt it is. I think they give her character a different name. Which is insane, like, that they have... I guess it's not insane. It's six years later, right? Yeah, it's not that insane. You just like, hey, come on back. Why not? Sure. Well, before we find out about Jen's daughter, we find out that Jack is a teacher at the high school. And he's got a kid yeah. up there reading a poem. And the kid's like, oh, this is a gay poem. And Jack's like, I didn't know poems fuck each other. And then he gives them the the assignment, you know, write a poem. It's not something you're scared of and blah, blah, blah. Like you see, he's turned his, I think he even said something on the lines of, I've turned my traumatic experiences into being a good teacher. Or trying to fix that shit. Well, yeah, because Jen even says, like, oh, looks like Capeside finally hired a good teacher. And Jack's like, yeah, I'm not going to try to rape any of my students. Don't worry. No, the best one we've seen so far is Benji. And Jack's probably better than him. But um, Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say Benji's a bad teacher. No, I like Benji. They said Benji and Mrs. Trangle, the only ones they showed us that were halfway decent. Everyone else, scumbags. Well, Principal Green. Principal Green was the Yeah, main. Principal Green was good. And we definitely mentioned Principal Green a lot. <gasps> oh, yeah. Um, so Jack is the, the, Dude, I'm still salty over what that fucking side show that didn't last was about. Like, really? They chose it to be about that fucking guy and not one of the great ideas I had. Bro, I don't know what to tell you. I never watched it, so I don't know. I doubt it's good. And I definitely don't give a fuck about Will Krudsky. That's what I'm saying. Like, who cares about that fucking character? Not me. I care way more about Principal Green, football player guy get his name off the top of my head cliff no 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 no, no, no. henry hanky my little hanky <laughs> well it turns out we find out here that like him and doug have been together for six months but doug's still in the closet no one knows and well, his family knows but like the public doesn't know he's still in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. closet in terms of like you know they can't just go out and have dinner together as a couple this off the table they gotta plan these romantic weekends or whatever and jack's getting kind of sick of it but jen's like calm down man so Joey, Joey's packing up for the weekend, heading back to Capeside. And she's digging through this drawer, and she finds this jewelry box. And right there, I'm like, don't open it, girl. You haven't been snooping so far. Don't open it, girl. You've been packing so far. As soon as you open that box, that's when you snoop in. And she does. And it's a gigantic fucking diamond. And she freaks the fuck it out. It just throws me off that this guy, I don't know. It just throws me off that he doesn't know about her past. I don't think it's that remarkable. Like, I could see how you could make it that way, but Joey's just kind of moved on. She's trying to make a new way for herself in New York City as an editor. Like, there's no need for any of that, I guess. Like, maybe well, she maybe part it later. of it, maybe still part running. of that is, well, then that's what I'm saying. Maybe part of that is keeping a distance from this guy so it never becomes real because he never gets to know that part of her. It's part of her strategy. She keeps that wall up on purpose. Yeah, because like, she's still in love with Pacey. Or just maybe she's not thinking about that consciously, but she knows this guy isn't the guy. But it's fine. It's fine. So I'll deal with it for a while <laughs> until he proposes to me. So shit. And then I'll just run away and say, yeah, we are breaking up. So then Doug and Pacey are talking at the restaurant. And Doug's like, listen, everyone knows that you're fucking this woman. And Pacey's like, Psh, don't worry about it, Dougie. Why don't you come out of the closet? And Doug's like, well, don't, don't you worry about that, Pacey. Cool, cool, cool. And they just leave it. At cool. 
cool, cool, cool. He's gonna leave. It's hilarious. Like, all right, I'll see you later. Dawson's on the phone at this gas station now, and he's trying to get another wrong car because he's so inattentive at what's going on in his life. But whose car should it happen to be? And God, of course, they own the same fucking car. Or at least have rented cool. the same car. Yeah, I was going to say, his is a rental, I'm pretty sure. Hers probably is, too. She lives in New York. So anyway, they, we find out here they haven't talked in a while, but they get rushed apart from each other. And they're like, okay, we'll catch up later. We're all getting together for drinks later. See ya, see ya, see ya. He gets back to his mom's house. And he lets Lily off the leash in the backyard first before he comes inside. And then they have a, a beautiful little wedding. Or a beautiful little moment with each other bonding over the wedding that's going to be happening. Yeah, it was nice. So he goes up to his room, and it's now kind of like a shrine to the creek and some other Which shit. Which is hilarious. Hilarious that the show is called The Creek, and I've been referring it to The Creek here, like, recently. Bro, I think everyone calls it The Creek. I think that's just what you call it. It's, what, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Why not, right? I, I'm pretty sure, like, that's not... Yo, you watching The Creek later? I, mean, I, know, how hum- I know how humble you are, so it'll be easier for you to... Except the fact that someone has definitely said that before you. Oh, I'm sure plenty of people have said it before me. I'm not the first person who could think of that. How could I be the first person? This mo- this show's been off the air for like 20 years. So then we head over to the B&B and there's that conversation we were talking about earlier about is it the right guy, is it not the right guy, whatever. Jen and Grams. Oh, and they're all like, it is not the right guy. Yeah, this dude's not the right guy, and you know it. Jen and Grams, or, uh, Grams and Bessie get up and they go and they're whatever. So you got Jen and Joey talking together and joey's like how's grams doing like is she doing all right and jen's like not she's not so good not so not good. so good but she's a not fi- so good joe but she's a fighter she's a fighter and jen's like i'm just tired because you know i got this baby so like don't worry don't worry and, about and me. i'm dying well that's not known yet She's got that under wraps at the moment. As she says later... She's like, I'm trying to take care of it. I don't want to die here. I want to die back in New York. Well, it's like she said somewhere later on, she's like, I thought I could at least get to Cape Side and back in one piece. But that didn't fucking happen. She's like, <laughs> well, it's for the best because Amy's got to find a new family. <laughs> so, speaking of which, Doug and Jack get themselves in a big old argument here when they're coming back from a jog on the beach. Because Jack's like, I want to come out. And Doug's like, I want to keep hiding in these sexy little weekend getaways that we got going on. Not all of us were a hard F at 15. And Jack is like, excuse me? What did you just say? Do they drop a lot of hard Fs in this episode? Three of them. Four of them. I'm sorry, four of them. Well, I guess in this two-pack There's four, because Jack Jack and Doug each say it here. And there's later, uh, Jen Jen, Jen and Jack both say hard F hag. Uh, so four times. They're just willy-nilly with it. So these two are fighting now. Now we got Pacey back at his restaurant. And he's closing things down or whatever towards the end. And Joey comes in. And she's like, what up, though? What up, what up, what up? And look on his eyes like I'm... What up, 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 You can tell he's still clearly in love with her, too. Like, the camera goes slow-mo. The love song pops on. They got this big old hug right in the glow of the creek poster he has up in his restaurant and all of a sudden dawson shows up and he's smiling at him and they're all smiling at each other and 
and just having a good old time smiling at it. Good old smile fest. At the ice house. Change it to the smile the house. house. No, I think I think Joey says he reopened the ice house later. It's the same thing. Oh, he, he named it the ice house? Did, ice house too? I don't remember them saying the name of it. but I'm Turn gonna, of the ice? I'm going to assume that he called it the ice house. Sure, why not? Pacey's like, yeah, I'm going to call it the ice house and put a big old mighty duck symbol on it. No one's going to know that that was me, the star of Mighty Ducks. So I do have to say at this point in this whole thing, it was really nice that they brought back a lot of like the score from the first season and the second season and a lot of the songs from the first season and the second season throughout this whole thing that had been missing. Did not notice. There's just so much stuff that had become like DVD menu songs that they didn't use on the actual show anymore that I heard them use in the episode and I'm like, wait, that's from the DVD menu. What's, what's that doing here? I was like, oh, wait, no, that's from like season one. Whoops. But it was really nice to see them incorporate that back in as like a nod to the beginning of the show. And a lot of that was going well, on. I'm in this sure scene. that was done like purposefully. Oh, no doubt about it. So now we got everyone at the restaurant. The whole high school gang, except for Andy, is chilling around the table and they're having another reminisce. reminisce. Hmm? Not going to be able to say that. They're reminiscing. Yes. Jack's boner comes up again, as it always does when they're reminiscing. Once again. <laughs> like, they can't. That's the first thing you bring up every time they start talking about the past. Like, remember when I saw Jack's boner when I was painting him? <laughs> Because they're all like, they're all like, how did he even get hard? Well, then leave it up You're to not a guy. leave it up to Jen to be like, you guys remember Abby Morgan? And no one else laughs, and Jen is like, too soon. And I'm like, well, and so like, it's funny because like, I didn't necessarily realize it then, but I realize it now. I'm all like, oh, she wants to bring up Abby Morgan because she's dead. She the reason, and I mean, I knew this obviously going into this because I knew how this ended. Like, she doesn't give a fuck about what she's saying in this conversation because she knows she's dying. She doesn't have to worry about it. Like, she can. Why shouldn't she say what she wants to say here? Well, and on top of it, she's bringing up death. Like, she's getting them ready. That's true. For for death to be brought up again. Because even later, like after they have some more back and forth about shit, and this is where Joey thanks Pacey for reopening the ice house. He makes a joke about her dad burning it down. And he was like, yeah. oh, too soon? Like, well, They do that a lot through this episode mm-hmm. of just rehashing things throughout the series real quickly in a little scene in a kind of comedic sense. And they kind of fill us in here on Jen's situation when Jack's dragging her out because she's hammered, slung over her shoulder. And she's like, oh, do you guys remember that one time I got knocked up by my boyfriend and he left me to raise the baby on my own? She's like, yeah, I remember when Supernatural pumped some in me and then was all like, peace out. Why, but, why you gotta say it like that? Why you gotta say pump some in me? <laughs> it's funny? No, I don't no, know. No, it is, it is. It just felt so dirty. Oh, it's definitely nasty. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, okay. So, I was also kind of thinking, so, let's assume that it was supernatural, right? Sure. I mean, you know what? Don't know who I, I don't, I'm not gonna assume anything, but if you want to, I'll go down this road with you. <laughs> I'll go down this road. Okay, so is it also possible that because Graham said that they found out when she was pregnant that she had the heart thing that that she would having a heart condition. That's why they. It's also possible that the guy was also like, I don't want to be a single father and the love of my life being dead. I'm just gonna dip and make it seem cold. 
I guarantee you that had to have factored. I think I didn't think about it. I just kind of was like, oh, found out about the baby. Like maybe he didn't know about the heart thing either. Like maybe they kept that from him. But if he did know about the heart thing, that makes it even worse if he ran. It does. But I mean, like, it's possible. Like, I'm not trying to, like, defend the guy. But at the same time, it'd be like, it it gives a, it, like, it explains it off. I think like, it explains it gives another it thing makes to explain. It, but it makes it worse than if it's just because of the baby, though. Like, well, I mean, the guy's freaking out, dude. Like, I, I don't know why you're sitting here trying to defend the fucking Supernatural running away from Jen in any way right now. Like, that's fucked up. Well, and then on top of it, dude, like, he had to go and use his Supernatural skills to fight ghosts with his brother. That's true. He had other shit to do. For, like, with. 17 seasons. He had so much other whatever shit. whatever it is. 25 seasons. It's too many. I have no idea. It's too I many. could not get through one season i never even tried so joey leaves though. not good joey's gotta take off she's like i gotta roll uh, after jen and jack just rolled so dawson and pacey are there and they're talking about how they're happy are they not happy and just kind of they're both kind of like not really i guess man i mean i don't know i'm getting through ah uh, dawson seems happy dawson just says seems the like... stock answer is yes otherwise i would seem like a spoiled hollywood brat i think he's living his dream but i don't think he's doing what he wants to be doing he's not well, happy that's the thing. he's not like, happy joey had said even to him like it's like hey man dreams come true but she also was like they just aren't the way that they necessarily you know you expect right 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 but he's still not happy He's not happy, though. Like, it's clear. Pacey says the same thing. You know I'd be miserable if I was happy. Well, and then on top of it, Joe, or maybe it was Gail that says it to him. It was either Gail or Joe. But she, like, they're like, dude, you have, like, you can rewrite. Like, if you don't like the way something turned out in your life and you're, like, complaining about, oh, this show oh, is just basically Gail. me reliving my fucking life. And, and, you know, it's like, it's not, it didn't go the way I wanted it. She's like, well, then fucking rewrite it. You're a goddamn writer. Yeah. I mean, Gail says that at her wedding later. She's not as mean as you are, but that's the gist of it. She's like, yeah, man, just work it out, dude. For now, we cut back over to Jack helping out with baby Amy over at the B&B with Jen. And at this point, I swear to God, it's already a different baby. It's already a different baby than they had earlier. They've been switching this baby out. Uh, well, Jackie. Oh, there's probably it's probably twins. Jen even says here. Oh no, because there's like five of them. Um, so unless they brought in quintuplets. Well, she even says here in the scene, she's like Jen or Jack looks can be deceiving. Like they're talking about Grams, but it's that subtext of Dawson's Creek like, oh. where we know yeah. she's talking about herself. And they talk about some other shit or whatever. And basically, she's like, "You need to just give Doug some time, dude, because he's scared." Well, on top of it, she's like, "Hey, you want to change that diaper over there?" I need some practice here pretty soon. <laughs> and like, she scoots out, goes to get herself a drink. She's like, oh man, it's good to get a moment to myself. Cut over to Dawson's room where Joey's breaking in and falling through the window. And Dawson's like ready to attack her. And I specifically wrote down that I was like, man, living in LA has made Dawson real wary of people climbing through windows. Yeah, he used to not give a sweet shit about someone climbing in a window. Now he's going to beat him to death. Yeah, now he's like, he heard someone coming up the ladder and he's all like, oh shit. And so he grabs his laptop and like is ready to fucking clobber this person. And Joe just like falls through the window. She's like, I'm drunk. Let's fuck. So this they end up having this conversation about what's going on in their lives where she brings up the dreams aren't perfect thing and all that. And they end up falling asleep platonically in his bed. And they give us the classic shot of the camera above the bed panning up as they lay there 
in some sort of weird awkwardness they can always manage to conjure up out of thin air, no matter what's going on. And so while they're laying there having themselves a fine night in bed, Pacey's closing up the restaurant, sending all his little kids home. It's just him and his mistress's husband. Yeah, and he shows up and and he's like, you know why I'm here? And Pacey's like, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've been fucking your wife. And the guy's like, yep. And Pacey's like, all right, well, you know, I kind of deserve this. I'm going to do your worst. And the guy's like, all right, fellas. And like six dudes jump out with like chains and brass knucks. One guy pulls out a knife. I thought it was the Foot Clan at first, but then I realized they weren't wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. And I was like, damn, do they even have a Capeside chapter? I don't know. But he gets put through a goddamn table. Dude, he's all like, He's like, dude, man, I'm pretty drunk. I'm pretty sure you could take me yourself. And he's all like, yeah, but what would it be like? It's like, I'm a gang leader, man. Like, it wouldn't be fun. Otherwise, my boys need to get some beating too. You know, everyone needs to beat you off. If my boys aren't beating you off, my boys aren't happy. <laughs> and so, yeah, Pace is like, well, shit. He fucking throws a punch at this guy, gets him real good. And then, <laughs> and then everybody beats the fuck out of him which i was happy that it stopped there at just a beating and it wasn't like let's fuck this dude's restaurant they didn't bring him into the restaurant burn it down like the old ice house stick his hand in well, the fryer they could have just like they could have even just like been like fuck it let's just break the windows and that's expensive like they did break a table that probably isn't cheap alone just a table yeah but i mean it's one table right like he can deal with that as opposed to like fucking up this whole place i was more like god dude i'm really happy that they just like fucked him up apparently they didn't beat him up bad enough he needed to go to the hospital so no hospital bills no yeah so i mean like they were just kind of like all right let's fuck this guy up and like let him know stop fucking my wife so but right right there let's not like put him out of business right there in real time the show would cut to a commercial when we come back from that commercial it's a dream sequence of a dawson and joey wedding going on which I fucking thought it was great because it ran down their, like, interactions. But the way that they did it was almost like they knew they were making fun of themselves. And I don't know if that was on purpose or if it was just the way I was seeing it through my lens now. But it felt like they were almost, like, winking at us, like, here's all the stupid shit that we've been doing for six seasons. Wink, 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 wink. The way I kind of looked at it was, like, it was what Dawson, how he wanted his life to turn out, right? And then, of course, it switches right at the end to Colby and Sam. Uh, Sam. Hold on, though. And Before he wakes up, I just wanted to point this out because I think it's interesting that when they're running things down, he says, then I dated that actress and you dated that Eddie guy. And like He remembers Eddie's name, but he doesn't remember Natasha's name? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. But that's what happens. Well, he wakes up from that now. Sam and Colby, boom, wake up. There's a note on the pillow. Dawson's Creek loves the note on the pillow trick. I'll see you later, boy. Love it. But then we cut to the wedding. We got Gail and we got Patch cutting the cake. Oh, yeah, Patch. (laughs) Nothing like a good old Patch. That's uh, Gail's husband for those not in the know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gail and Patch living happily ever after. They got this band that's laying down these sick grooves with this sick saxophone player. And all of a sudden, Pacey's mistress shows back up. And she is straight up, like, I fucking curling her finger come hither at him. And he's got his face covered with sunglasses. 
A, to hide his beat-up fucking face, and two, to keep a profile, a low profile. She's, like, doing, like, the, like, the two, like, the Robert De Niro eyes looking at you sign to Pacey, being like, let's fuck later. And what I didn't notice... Like, mouthing that. What I and didn't, you're just like... No, and I didn't notice obvious this. obvious is this? I didn't notice this the first time through, but the second time through, she's literally standing right next to her husband. Yeah. Who beat fucking Pacey up last night and she has to know oh she knows but she doesn't it's not care. like her husband just didn't come home and be like no i just didn't kick the fucking shit out of your boyfriend's ass she knows but she doesn't care because she's not getting beat up pace is getting beat up it's a win-win for her if he wants to keep fucking yeah, she doesn't care she's not getting beat up but she is getting beat up well he goes up to jen he's like girl you know what I'm saying? he's like girl give me jen give me some here no i'm skipping right past that i'm skipping right past that <laughs> oh could i couldn't though obviously it won out (laughs) i was beaten so so jen (laughs) jen gives him a whole bunch of painkillers so he'll feel better and she's like bro you're just suffering from a case of is this it is this what i have right here in tape side all there is and she's like bro trust me this is it you got it. You got it. Nail it down because it doesn't get better than this. The best you're going to yeah. get is knocking someone else up. Then they're going to get a heart condition and then you're going to run away like a real piece of shit. <laughs> so stay here in Cape Side. And he's like, I just want to pop a bunch of pills. My face hurts, girl. But thank you for the advice. I'll see you later. So he takes off. Then Gail and Dawson have the conversation where she's like, rewrite your life, you little bitch. And he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll go do that. I'll go figure it out. He's complaining, though, about how his whole life has become nothing but his past. And I was like, dude, you started that cycle of events while you were still in high school. You did it. You did. Your your second movie was just you retelling your romance that had ended weeks before. Yeah. Maybe. And then you went ahead and just kind of reworked with that and reexamined that two other times at this point. Like... You kind of did it to yourself from the start. I don't know what to tell you. It seems to be exactly what he loves doing. I don't think he knows about anything else. I don't think he's got the confidence to write anything that isn't what he lived. That's what it feels like to me, at least. Because that's all he seems to be able to succeed doing. That other movie that he did with Todd, he didn't write that shit. I think he punched up the script a little bit, but like the framework was already given to him. And that was part of the reason also why like I never mentioned it then, but like it would have made sense. That's why you do the boob movie. He's doing fine without the boob movie, dude. I don't want to dwell on the fucking boob movie. <laughs> All right. The boob movie would have been a mistake. For I think you should go back and do the boob movie. For Dawson Leary, that would have been a mistake. For Chucky B, it would have been the right move. Chucky boob. I get it. Yeah. That's what the B stands for in this situation. Do the boob movie. <sighs> he didn't. And he won't. So don't worry about it. He steps out side after gail tells him to work his shit out and he sees joey he's about to go talk to her but then pacey walks up and intercepts him and he smiles and he gives a nod of approval like Psh. man if someone was gonna stop me from talking to joey right now at least it was pace no problem so we cut over to those two and like they're talking they bring up the dance lessons from season three or you know so like you were talking about earlier yeah. they kind of sneak it in there and he's like you want to go dance and she's like Psh, you know i'd love to go dance dude I'm all about it. So they head out to the dance floor. So, yeah, they're dancing, and Joe's all like, so they're dancing, and Joe's all like, so, Pacey, I'm pretty sure someone's eye-fucking you right now. 
And Pacey's like, oh, yeah, it was this chick that I was fucking, but her husband beat the fuck out of me last night with, like, 60 dudes. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happens before that. Well, this is the main thing. No, no, because there's the whole switching back and forth. Like, when they're on a dance floor, and Jen's, like, switching partners between the two of them, and you see Dawson trying to lay his smooth moves in on Joey when he gets cut in, and I'm like, bro, Dawson, when you're trying to be an operator, you are awful not good i don't know how any women choose to sleep with you outside of pity <laughs> which is how he kind of got that one critic to sleep with him not fully kind of he was also super smart too that helped he was also pitiable not important none of that's important but after that then they get back together because jen's like okay we need to switch this back because i think jen was just trying to get a feel for who i think she's trying to figure out the who ends up with joey thing I think it is a mystery that bothers her. As we find out later. She's like, I need to figure this out before I fucking die. I've been involved with it in a very important way for a very long time. And I need to get involved to bring this to an end. But we'll get to that. So the mistress is now on the side of the dance floor. And she is literally just glaring at Joey and Pacey dancing. And that's when Pacey comes clean about what it is. And Joey's like, Dog will be a dog. And Pacey's then like, like, oh, like, help me figure this or help me finish this. And she's like, how do I do that? And Pacey's like, like this. And then just fucking like gives her his deep kiss and like bows her down like a like. It's called a dip. A dip, yeah, a dip. Dips her down. And when I dip, you dip, we dip. Yeah, sure. So they did you freeze? No, <laughs> this is the second time I've done <laughs> that to you. <laughs> so. Fucking, she's all like, man, fuck this. No, and she walks away, storm and piss. But the look on Joey's face is like oh, her world is just turned upside down. Joey's fucking world. Oh, she is like, oh, shit, I forgot about that feeling. I wrote it down that Pacey rocked her world. Well, you know what? Things, at that wedding. That, that kiss right there shifted things too good to the side of positive energy. I don't think that sentence I just said made any sense. Let me start it again. That kiss right there pushed the balance. Hold on. I got started again. I picked the wrong word. That kiss right there tipped the scales too far in favor of positivity. So then we hear a whoa, 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 Jen in the background. We got to even things back out because she's on the dance floor. Jen's all like, I'm dancing. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. And I love it. No, the problem's. And I'm passing out. No, the problem's not her face. It's her heart. Straight collapsing. And she fell right on her face. So they get her to the hospital. She's in intensive care. She's still out of it. No one knows what's going on. Grams is like, they got to talk to the New York doctors before they Grams can tell like, us anything. Well, but Grams is telling them, though. She's like, they can't tell us anything right now because they need to talk to the New York doctors who they haven't gotten a hold of yet. So we don't know anything. We found out about this during the pregnancy. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. That's the main take. She's like, yeah, man, Rams. she's just got this little heart thing. Don't worry about it. She'll live forever. And that's exactly it. Pacey even is like, I'm pretty sure a heart thing is not a minor thing. Like, this is a big deal. But as they're driving home, because Graham tells them to get the fuck out of there, they're driving home. He's cracking jokes. Dawson's cracking jokes. Eddie, too, calls up, and they say the triangles turn into a square, and Pacey loved that <laughs> That was one. hilarious. Oh, Pacey loved that one. And then Joey basically tells Eddie, too, like, yeah, I might have to stick around a little bit longer. Sorry. See you later. Yeah, see you later. I'm not going to be able to marry you. Bye. So back to the hospital where Jack's pacing around. And Grams comes out and is just shaking her head and collapses into his arms and is crying. Jack's and it's like, like, this is not 
good. It's not looking good for dear Jen. It is not looking good. It's not looking good, Jack. It's not looking good. So Jack pops into her room after visiting hours. And she's like, how the fuck did you get in here, man? And he's all like, man, I was just flirting with the nurse. And Jen's all like, oh, it's going to be a shame when she finds out that you're gay. And he's like, some male nurse. He's got a goatee. The way that he said it was a male nurse, like... It was so nonchalant. It was fantastic. I mean, it was almost kind of, like, sheepishly, and he's not even, like, looking at Jen when he says it. It was so funny. It was so good. But he's like, no, seriously, though. Like, outside of me trying to hook up with this dude, like, what is going on? So she breaks it down and is basically like, listen, this thing that we didn't think was going to be a big deal, well, it turns out the odds are always against me, and it's a big deal. And I am not going to be living for very much longer. That's what it looks like. Yeah, she's like... She's like, yeah, my odds were basically like 75% chance of living in the beginning. Now they're like a 7% chance. So let's of me but let's, not, let's not talk about that right now. I need you to get in this bedroom right now and tell me about this cute nurse with the goatee. And then we'll dream about getting rid of that goatee. Oh, yeah. They definitely, she definitely was like, well, we can take care of that. Yeah, we can, we can work on that. So we get a little montage, as Dawson's Creek is known to do, of Jack kind of going around and giving everyone the news. and Letting everyone know that Jen's about to die. So then the next, we get the next day, the gang at the hospital, and it's time to visit with Jen. But Jen's rules are no bullshit, no drama, no theatrics, no crying, like, let's just have a good-ass time. And Joey's like, I can't do that. And Jack's like, then Jen says you can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you don't have a goddamn choice in the matter. Like, she's the one who's going to be dead in, like, 20 minutes. And Pacey's like, all right, looks like I'm going first. Send in the motherfucking clown. So he goes in, and, of course, they end up, after a brief bit of awkwardness, like, they start cracking jokes, and they're having a good time. They've always had that good energy together. Yeah. Joey's still out there talking to Graham's like, is there something that can be done about it? And Graham's like, bitch, we've been over this already. We've done everything we can do. Stop asking me stupid fucking yeah. questions. Graham's is like, hey, Joey, this is new news to you. It is old news to us. Right. We've been dealing with this and trying to figure out how to beat it. You can't beat it. It's like getting a bullet to the brain or a knife to the heart. Speaking of which, Dougie Fresh shows up with some flowers. And Jack's like, listen, I can't deal with this shit right now. There's bigger shit going on. Like, thank you for showing up. Doug's like, I'm here for you. Jack's like, I know. Like, just please, 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 man. I got to deal with this. He's like, if you can't be fully 100% here and gay, then I can't even deal with it right now. I don't think that's... Even close to what he was implying at the moment. Oh, it was what he was implying. He's like, dude, if you can't kiss me right no, now no. and tell me everything's going to be all right, because we're about to be parents. You realize I'm a godfather, right? right. Well, before Godfather gets the baby. Before things can get weird, Pacey pops his head back out and he's like, Dawson, Joey, you can come in here now. So he goes in and they're just cracking jokes. And Dawson and Joey are like, what? Are like not having it. What are you talking about right now? Like, why are you kidding around? And Jen's like, because if we don't kid around, I'm going to start taking this too seriously. If I start taking this too seriously, I'm not having any fun anymore. I'm going to fucking She's like, I'm going to get fucking mad. Yeah. And I I don't want to be mad. I want to be glad. So shut the fuck up and let's have a good ass time. There we go. She's like, I've literally got 17 minutes. Well, Joey's like, well, I got to head back home real quick then. Hang tight. So she goes back to the B&B and her and Bessie are talking. And Bessie's like, yeah, you're avoiding this call from Eddie too. And Joey's like, I know. And Bessie's like, you just need to break up with his ass. And she's like, I don't I don't, I don't, know if I should do that. And Bessie's like, hold on. Literally, I'm going to dial the phone for you. I'm going to put it in your hand. And you're going to break up with this guy. And that's what happens. Joe's like, thanks for doing this for me. 
Joey needs Bessie around all the time. She starts acting a fucking idiot. Joe, Bessie can just be like, stop it. Yeah. Do this. Do this instead. Are you kidding me? She could have avoided the whole Charlie Michael Murray thing. Yeah, it, it would have been fantastic. No CMM, plenty of Pacey. I mean, CMM still might have been. Like, it was... I think back on that character, like, do I like that character? No. It was but a was funny it, character. But was it fun to talk about that character through the lens of this show? Yes. And there's a difference between watching this without this podcast and watching it with it. If I was watching this by myself, I'd have been like, fuck this Charlie Michael Murray piece of shit. But this way, like, I still hate him, but he was funnier than he should have been otherwise. Because we made him funnier. Well, and that's the thing. Like, there's lots of good reasons for doing the podcast for the show because like for me i would have never watched the entire series i wouldn't have seen joey's redemption i wouldn't have gotten to the point where we figured out this show was about joey i i would have at one point just been like fuck this show so dawson's watching this movie with lily and she starts freaking out because someone dies and he's like hold on though let me explain to you the concept of soulmates just in case anyone in the audience kind of forgot what that concept was. Let's just remind you. And so they break down the whole soulmate thing. And when he's all done, she's like, all right, fucking idiot. That's enough of that. Can I have your room? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay. Yeah, sure, I guess. And she calls up. She sends Alexander a text. She's like, it's all good. I got the room now. You'll be climbing up my ladder, motherfucker. So Pacey's over Ready at the restaurant and Joey's... Mitch. No, like, leave Mitch out of it. That's weird. Like, Mitch could be the, the conduit ladder, but they don't want to talk to Mitch about it. No, Lily talks to Mitch all the time. Not about Alexander. About everything. Not about Alexander. Mostly about Patch, then? Almost exclusively about Patch. <laughs> <laughs> and the creek. How to, how to, like, row a boat and steer a boat. The bitch is and loving how to, it. And how to eat ice cream without dying. And how our new favorite thing is Annie Hall. Not Maud and Lily. Or Maud and Lily. Harold and Maud. <laughs> Maud and Lily. All right. So anyway, Pacey's back at his restaurant. Joey shows up. Like, Yo, I haven't. <laughs> Yo, I haven't eaten anything. And he's like, come on in, girl. And then they just start flirting. Hardcore. And then she's like, should we be flirting right now? In all, like, with everything that's going on? And Pacey's like, probably now more than ever. <coughs> Death makes people real horny. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's very true. And so they're they're having a good time, it seems, though. Like, the spark is there, basically. Like, between never those left. two. Well, that, but, but they remind us of it here. Like, they've got way more chemistry than her and Dawson do. So anyway, Jen and Joey are in the hospital room. And she's talking about breaking up with Eddie, too. <laughs> and Jen pretends to and, die. <laughs> Well, basically, Jen's like, your big problem was you couldn't decide between these two boys. And Joey's like, no, no, that was never the problem. I always knew who the boy was. I just didn't, like, I had to make a decision within myself to stop running from that boy. And Jen's like, wait, hold up a fucking second. Stop the presses. You know who it is? Tell me who the fuck it is. And just as Joey's about to tell her. Jen dies. Fucking. No, Jen, Jen does not die. <laughs> Dawson comes in and he's like, I gotta steal Jen. We gotta go film this video and, for and Amy. Jen's like, Dawson, get the fuck out of this room for two minutes. And he's like, I can't. I can't 
We're on a fucking schedule. I don't think you understand. I'm a L.A. Hollywood boy now. We're on a schedule and it's tight and it's rigorous. And I need to get her in this fucking wheelchair and out to this fucking garden. And if you don't shut the fuck up right now, Joey, I'm going to put you through that window. <laughs> and Joey's like, whoa, whoa, Dawson, would you ever physically threaten me? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well, I already did earlier with a laptop and you didn't notice that. I'm just trying to like escalate this into a Kill Bill style fight scene between Dawson and Joey in the hospital. That doesn't happen. He takes her out to film this video. It, it's just basically telling Amy, like, here's all the things I want from you in life. And Dawson, of course, is sitting there just thinking about himself the whole time. Oh, how yeah. does this apply to me? How how can I score with her before she dies? So we cut over back into Jen's room. It's just her and Pacey. He's setting up this VHS which is apparently a tape that he stole from Dawson back in 1998. Here's a little piece of trivia for you. That video that they show us, showing Alanis Morissette's hand in my pocket and all the footage, was the original title sequence for the show. Oh, nice. Every Everything, all the footage and the music above it, that's how it was supposed to be. Uh, but instead, they show it to us here as like a, something that Dawson put together in his free time. Yeah, and that seems like something Dawson would put together in his free time. Yes, yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. Well, Pacey's just kind of sitting there staring off into space, and Jen's like, I recognize a Joey trance when I see him one. And he's like, I know, right? (laughs) And Jen's like, listen, I'm over all that shit. All I really want is for you three to stay friends. Like, that's the big thing right now. And he's... He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And as he's saying that, she hits this, like, rough patch. Like, I don't know exactly what was going on, but, like, her heart starts stopping. <laughs> or stop starting. One of the two. I and she's like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I don't want my baby to be alone. And he's like, listen, girl, we're going to take that baby. We're going to make it a group baby. You don't have to worry about it. We'll pass it around. We'll trade it around. We'll have different mommies. We'll have different daddies. She's Just like, he's like, and also we won't let Dawson because we know Dawson's self-absorbed and all about his show. So we'll just send him cards. But then it kind of passes and there's a knock at the door and who's there but Jack letting in Andy McPhee. Booyah, my baby is back. And then we cut back out to Dawson. He's talking to Joey out in the garden. This is where we find out he didn't remember about Jen's baby. And he's like, I'm sick of my whole fucking life. Everything I'm working on is bullshit. I can't even get a meeting with Spielberg. Like, how how good can my life possibly be if I can't even get a meeting with Spielberg, Joey? I don't think you understand. And she's like, you need to stop fucking whining, bro. You are living the dream. You just don't know it. And he's like, Spielberg, Joey. Spielberg. Where's Gail? Gail. (laughs) Gail. Give me a phone. And Patch is like, whoa, whoa. Dawson. Can't talk to Gail like that anymore. There's a new passion town. Then he brings up, the Dawson brings up to Joey, he's like, I forgot that you were the only thing, you and me together was the only thing that ever made sense to me. And I'm like, not this bullshit again, Dawson. That's something you would have said to her in season two. And then Joey's like, yeah, "Yeah, but I got it real hard for Pacey. (laughs) She's like, yeah, but you, how lucky are you though, man? Like, you're a writer. You get to live life. Ah, I didn't say it. And he did freeze that. that time. Son of freeze? a bitch. Shit. I thought oh, you got me again. I was we're like. Back. No, no, no. I did. I did freeze. Well, I, I dude, I literally just said it. I waited. And then like, I was like, nah. And then it like the thing popped up where it was all like telling me it was frozen. And it was looking for something. And I was like, son of a bitch. He did freeze that time. Yeah. No, I'm back though. I'm back. 
But she's she's like, yeah, but you're a writer, Dawson. You can live life again and again and again. Who else can do that? And I'm like, anyone who can just like think about their life. Any dreamer? I don't, yeah, I don't, like, you don't need to be a writer. So we leave those two alone. Because again, we see Pacey and Joey interacting. And I'm like, yeah, that feels right. I see Dawson and Joey interacting. I'm like, this feels weird. I don't enjoy this it as did much. Seem I don't really enjoy weird. this. We cut from them. We go to Andy now. And she's sitting in the cafeteria with Pacey. And they're talking about Jen. And basically Andy's like... <laughs> and Andy's got bad news. She's like, it doesn't look good, Pacey. It doesn't look good. It's basically just a waiting game, is what she says. Like, yeah, no, Jen, Jen's going to die pretty soon here. Sorry about that. But also, I'm in Boston, so we should hang out sometime and Pacey's like yeah I got this restaurant to run so he's like he's like yeah I'm not like he's like I'm definitely down to hang out but uh like I got it real hard I mean like rock hard for Joe so just so you know so we cut back over to Jen's room again and now it's her and Jack and Amy and she's like all right listen bro or he's like I don't know what you and Grams have talked about with this baby but I want this fucking baby and Jen's like, oh, no, we already decided on that, bro. Like, you're the dad. You got it. He's like, cool, cool. And she's like, well, the one thing I want you to promise me is you will make this baby feel like it belongs somewhere. Because I never felt like I belonged anywhere. I just kind of showed up from the outside and kind of fucking, like, flitted along on the edges. And he's like, Jen, what you don't understand, though, is that you fit in with me. You are my soulmate. You're my fucking rock. And she's like, oh, shit, dude. How did I not even consider that? He's like, I don't know, girl, but like. Well, because she was like some people, maybe me, in the aspect of being like, oh, soulmate should kind of be like the person you're supposed to be with as opposed to, no, it's just like your best friend. It's not best friend either, though. It's, it's like soulmate. more than it's a best friend. It's deeper than that. It's deeper. It's a soulmate. That's why it's its own term. But that's why her and Jack fit that bill perfectly, too, though. Like, because even when they weren't talking to each other, because they showed us even through five and six, there were times, and even before that, there were times they didn't really interact with each other too much, but they kind of stayed in the same web. Yeah, like whenever Jack was uh, fucking David, and they were just keeping on keeping on off screen. Well, so Pacey then, he's out in the waiting room, and Joey's sleeping with her head on her shoulder. We got another little montage here. Dawson and Gail are watching Lily and Alexander play. Grams and Amy are playing with some toys too. Jen's sleeping while the McPhees are looking on, and Bessie's coming around, and everyone's hanging out and chilling at the hospital, right? And then we cut to Grams just napping in the sunlight, and Jen looks over at her, closes her own eyes. Grams opens her eyes and looks over, and she's like, "Fuck, is Jen dead?" She goes over and she checks out her, and lo and behold, Jennifer Lindley, my favorite. Michelle Williams, dad. Yeah. Dad. Well done, sir. Well done. Well, keep the good cheer rolling because we cut to a celebration of life that they're having over at Casey's restaurant. Happy death day. And so there's some dude who's walking up to this party. I swear to God, it's like a five gallon bucket of potato salad. And I'm like, how many people are coming to this thing and why do you need so much potato salad? We need to feed them lots of potato salad over here. Get the potato salad. So Doug's watching Jack play with Amy and with Grams and they're chilling and Doug's like, Pacey's like, yeah, so why aren't you going over there right now? And Doug's like, yeah, now is not the time. And Pacey's like, yeah, think about today of all days, how that doesn't fucking mean anything, buddy. You don't have any time. Why don't you get over there and sort this out? And he goes back to the kitchen, and Joey's back there, and he's like, oh, by the way, I want to tell you something, girl. You're off the hook. Like, 
I need to find something that can make me happy right here and right now. And you and I have just never never been able to get that timing right and get it down. So, like, you're free. You're good to go. And she's like, did you ever stop and think that I don't want to be let off the hook? Right? Like, because then I'll think it's cool to just keep running and running and running. And I don't want to do that. She's like, yeah, Dawson, that's my soulmate. But, like, you and I, like, and then all of a sudden Gail pops in. <laughs> And she's like, oh, you two are so beautiful. I love you so much. And she's like, yes. And you were saying, and all of a sudden, Bessie pops in. I need a help. I need help with a tray, Joey. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, oh, they did this again? Yeah. The pop in and delay the news thing. Like, it made me laugh. And I was like, oh, they pulled it again. So now we Doug finds Jack. They're sitting out on a beach. Amy's sitting out on the beach. He's trying to teach her how to swim, but she's just a baby. So it's not working. Literally a baby. <laughs> Like, she's mostly drowning. You should probably but, learn uh, to talk before you learn to swim. That's a matter of perspective, but either way, neither is working right now. <laughs> Doug comes up, he's like, you are going to be a terrible parent. I need to tell you right now, I'm ready to be a parent with you so you don't drown this baby. And Jack's like, that's great. I would love for you to stop me from drowning this baby, but I need you to be openly gay first. Like, that needs well, to happen. Because otherwise, then, yeah. I'm going to New York, I'm going to go to Boston, I'm going to go somewhere where she is not the only person with a gay parent. So she's not a fucking freak like me, so to say, so to speak. And Doug's like, I'm just going to make out with you in front of these old people real quick. Will that work for you? And Jack's like, oh, that's really going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. And he's all like, he's like, yeah, I just want to say that to my boyfriend or kiss my boyfriend. And the old people are like, oh, that's good, fellas. And Sheriff Doug's all like, holy shit, they didn't try to kill us. So now we, we cut back to jo- Dawson chilling at his house. He's outside, and there's a whole flashback to when Jen first came on the um, the yellow cab. And then we cut the present day with Alexander and Lily running around. And then Joey comes up, and he's like, listen, I haven't been... Because the whole time, he has not had the ending to his TV show yet. That's been the dilemma. He doesn't know who ends up with who on his TV show. And he says right here, he's like, it realizes it doesn't matter who ends up with who. Which is, again, all just subtext for the real-life situation. He's like, I got my soulmate right here. Anything other than that don't mean shit to me, dog. And then we see Alexander climbing up the ladder to Lily's room. And Mitch. Uh, Lily's all like, hey, I want to introduce you to my dad. And Alex is like, I already met Patch. And Lily's like, no, Mitch. <laughs> That's how the show ends. So what we actually get here is a cut to Sam and Colby in the show and them kissing each other to resolve the end of the season. And they even use like a quote from the last conversation that Dawson and Joey had in real life. And then as we pan away from the TV, we see just Joey sitting on a couch, talking to someone, obviously. And it kind of feels like they're implying it could be Eddie, too, because it's the same place. It's the same kind of setup. And then it's the original fucking Eddie. And I'm ready to fucking kill people. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's It's Pacey. Pacey. So they end up together and they're like, let's call this motherfucker and congratulate him. So they call him up at his office. Hey, great job, dude. He's like, you'll never fucking believe who I've got a meeting with tomorrow. Steven Spielberg. And they're all like, dude! Pacey and Joey get each other. Dawson gets his meeting with Spielberg. And then they give us this montage of the whole series, all these great highlights. And then it ends with a shot of the original four walking down the beach from like the opening credit shit. Rap on Dawson's Creek. That's it. That's a wrap. So talk to me about your final cut thoughts. Uh, fantastic ending. Fantastic. I got a wedding and a death. Everything that I've been clamoring for for 
since the first fucking episode of Creek Chat, I've been saying you, there's a wedding. You literally predicted Dawson and Joey get married in the first episode of Creek Chat. I literally got a portion of that in a scene in this up in this uh, the like the series finale. Yeah, you got your dream, and it was a dream, and it was great because it was even better that she ends up with. That Joey ends up with Pacey, perfect. That Gail gets married to Patch, perfect. Because there's a wedding. We saw the wedding. We were at the wedding. Jen collapsed at the wedding. It was fucking great. That led to the death. The first death, I believe, of the season. But the biggest death of the series. Well. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. okay, it's debatable. No, it is. No, Her it is. death no, is no, bigger no, than is. Mitch's. No, it is bigger than Mitch's. Cause it's it, bigger than Mitch's, it resol- maybe not it in resolves, time. It resolves the Holy Trinity's love triangle. Her death does that. Yeah. it's the And it brings them all back eventually. together closer as friends or seemingly mm-hmm. back together. So, like, she serves, and that's the thing. Jen's whole purpose was just to further the Holy Trinity. She was a martyr for them. That was her role over six seasons. Finally, Dougie coming out of the closet and like, okay, it's he had to if he wants to raise a child with another man, right? Like, that would just make sense. <laughs> like, also, I thought it was kind of weird for in the series finale to have a, uh, you know, a quote major character have a death angle. But like we had already said, it makes a lot of sense. I think the way they did it was, like, they explained it well enough that it makes sense that it came out of nowhere. Like, it didn't feel contrived that she was going to die. Like, I also had all previously mentioned that I would have never finished this series if it wasn't for this podcast. The last four episodes of this show, you know, the series finale and then, like, the two episodes that were kind of like the season finale, I guess, they pretty much saved this series for me like it went from like a 15 randy quaid like a 15 out of 50 randy quaids to probably a 25 out of 50 randy quaids like the whole series the whole show as a whole for me like it's right down the middle just because it had a good ending but i still wouldn't have made it there i i don't know what i think i'll probably i didn't really consider what i would rate it at this point but i'd probably say realistically nothing better than a 30 is what i would rate it to like it was fine if this were the first time i'm watching it i don't know if i'd have watched it all the way through either realistically i probably would have actually but i've been sucked in for far enough along that i'd have been like "Ah, i'll just finish it that's pretty much my closing thoughts on this show i enjoyed watching the show in the lens of the podcast because it gave me the opportunity to like rant and rave about it to somebody as opposed to just, like, binge-watching it. I mean, you could just rant it right over your TV if you want to. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not as fun. All right, well, y'all motherfuckers, we're done. We're done with Dawson's Creek. Shut it up, shut it down, don't worry about it. Basically, uh, we're going to be continuing our TV talk series, and we're going to be going with a new show, but we're going to be taking an extensive break from this. It. We're going to call it a summer break. Hell yeah, that's right. It's a summer break. We'll be back in September with a brand new show and it's not a new show but we're gonna do a different series now as you're all aware i was the host of greek chat 
and it was my choice to watch Dawson's Creek. Well, technically, I was kind of bullied into it, but it was my show, right? But it's it's Chuck B's turn this time around to, to bring that flavor and to host TV talk. So in September, we're going to be jumping in the Wayback Machine, and I don't remember exactly what year it came out, but we're going to be watching the show Hidden Palms. Now, if you're wondering what that is, you are not alone. Most people don't know what that is. Hidden Palms was a series on the CW network that got canceled, I believe, halfway through its first season. And we're going to watch that because I was pretty hyped for it at the time when it was coming out. And I watched it live and I loved it. And I was pretty pissed off when it got canceled. I haven't watched it in a long time. That's another thing we should discuss here. There's going to be a little switch up in the format here where with Dawson's Creek, we jumped in full bore on a six season show back when shows used to have 20 something episodes and it was just a lot of shit. So going forward, we're going to try to pick stuff with a shorter durations in terms of seasons and in terms of episodes in those seasons. Correct. Um, so something like this, where it's what eight to ten episodes or something. I believe it was this mid-season. is an eight episode show, and the episodes were like an hour long, you know, with commercials. So it's it should be like forty, forty four minutes, something about the same length as an episode of Dawson's Creek. Or the OC or any or other the fucking OC hour long or TV anything show. like that. So it's going to be more like that going forward, where we'll watch something that's got a shorter life to it, so that we can move on to something fresh and not feel, as you can kind of tell in certain instances by the end of this series, a Exhausted. little burnt out. A little burnt out by the material. Like Jen, we're dead inside. Especially especially when it comes to teen drama shit. Like, if, if this were six seasons of something that had a little more adult like content to it and i don't mean that like like i need to see violence and shit no no that's not what i mean but like just something that make you think a little bit more and wasn't just teen drama maybe i'd have it feel but i still don't want six seasons of that either but we are jumping right back into a teen drama of course we are i think that's kind of gonna be where we live for a little while and start this thing but one day it's a little bit different than dawson's a little bit more more hair more hidden. More, oh, more, I thought you said more hair. Oh, well, well on, that, on that note, I just want to remind everyone that you can check out every single episode of Creek Chat, along with every episode of 50 Randy Quades and hashtag Cage Talk Edition over at Spotify, over at Apple Podcasts, and of course, and most importantly, 50RandyQuades.com. You know that's right. The end. Peace Peace out. out. Everything you said was perfect. I agree with everything.